Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. We now live in the end times. As the end times began when the resurrected Jesus ascended into heaven, and the Holy Spirit descended upon the disciples, at that time which we now call the day of Pentecost. In this era, now like never before, the hurting cry out for reconciliation, the troubled cry out for peace, the sick cry out for healing, and the trapped cry out for freedom. Now is the time for every disciple of Jesus to live in the reality of growing deeper in the revelation of his love, being established in his truth and daily transformed in his power, where we can look at this world and self through his eyes of passion and power. To see in our everyday life, no matter the seasons or circumstances, the wonder-working power of God to live in the awe and wonder of his desire for us and how he makes his home in us, how he declares these mortal bodies holy ground because it is here where he dwells. When Jesus walked the earth as a man, he demonstrated his kingdom had come on earth in him. He makes the kingdom of God and is the kingdom of God and all that was promised throughout the Old Testament, a reality in the New Testament, for now and for all eternity, bringing healing and restoration, renewal and transformation, and the power to rule over sickness, death and evil. So today, in these end times, we're going to look at two incidences in the New Testament that received very different responses to the demonstration of God's power in and through his disciples. Turn with me to the book of Acts. Acts chapter 3, verses 11 to 12. Now as the lame man who was healed held on to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them in the porch which is called Solomon's greatly amazed. So when Peter saw it, he responded to the people, Men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently at us, as though by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk? Peter asked the men of Israel, who are the religious people of the time from Hebrew tribes, Why are you amazed? That is, why do you marvel at the healing gift that God worked through Peter? God brings healing. So why would they be amazed in a way that comes out of a false belief? Their response of amazement was not in awe and wonder of God. Instead, it was as if they believed this healing power that worked through Peter was a result of Peter's own holiness or goodness, or the amount of time he spent in devotion to God. 
the religious and the prideful look at the person as their belief and ambition is self-glory. The men of Israel wanted to glorify in their own holiness or devotion to God, pointing to themselves, therefore interpreted the miracle according to their own prideful desires and ambitions. They concluded that Peter must be so holy and devoted to religious rituals that he deserved these special powers. What was Peter's response to this adulation and glory given to him? Peter, seeing the amazement and adulation of the people toward him, immediately turns their attention to Jesus, declaring the signs and wonders testify of Jesus and not of their own godliness or power. Peter immediately declares that these signs and wonders testify that Jesus is alive, the Jesus that they crucified. He is risen from the dead and the healer of the man. Peter reveals Jesus as the servant king who fulfills the prophecies and promises of God towards Israel, toward all people, toward the entire world. The promises to deliver, heal, restore and renew all things with the judgment and elimination of evil for all eternity. The signs and wonders of God testify that Jesus is alive. His kingdom has come on earth in Jesus, and Jesus continues his mission with the Holy Spirit working in and through his disciples. Jesus' disciples testify of Jesus and his kingdom. His Spirit dwells within every disciple. His healing, transforming power his name and identity is for every disciple at that moment when we say yes to Jesus. It is all about Jesus, who he is, what he has done and will do. To go deeper, please listen to our podcast, In the Name of Jesus. The Gifts the signs and wonders of God do not testify of the individual. God the Father, through Jesus the Son, gives his gifts according to his will and healing mission. It is important for us to remember that the gifts that are given are for the sole purpose of others. They are not some Christian magic that we can control or glorify in. And they are only activated according to the need of those around us. Every disciple of Jesus can testify of Jesus and be empowered as his witness. And there is no greater witness or evidence of his signs and wonders than a surrendered and transformed heart. Yes, God is raising up an army of fully surrendered hearts and minds to him to tear down the lies with his truth to break every chain with his love, to expose the deceptions with his presence, to heal the brokenhearted with his touch, so that the world may see and know and experience the living God.
Peter knew the people's hearts and amazement was based upon their own pride and self-ambition. He himself had been on a journey, a journey to be free of the selfish pride and ambition of the flesh. He was fully aware it was not because of his own goodness, but all because he carried the presence of the king. Let me tell you a story. Imagine you are a donkey. You are tied up, bound by the fact you're considered of no value. Everyone walks past and does not give you any respect because you were just a donkey. Then one day, a servant of the living God walks in. He stops, gives you respect and says, The king has need of you. If you are willing, come with me to see the king. You are willing. Together you walk to come and see the king. You stand before the king. He gives you respect and says, I have need of you. Are you willing? You reply, Yes, I am willing. Time passes. You now walk into the most important city in the world. People give you respect and honour. They even put their coats at your feet so you can walk on soft ground. You hear the people sing, Hosanna, Hosanna. You realise all this is not of your own doing. It is all because you carry the presence of the King. Peter knew the King and was simply willing to surrender his self-will to him. When Peter was challenged by the religious response, He immediately clarified who it was that was doing the healing. In response, Peter simply revealed Jesus. Let's turn to a time when the Apostle Paul was also challenged by people's responses in experiencing the living God. Acts chapter 14, verses 11 to 18. Now when the people saw what Paul had done, they raised their voices, saying in Lycionian language, The gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. And Barnabas they called Zeus, and Paul Hermes, because he was the chief speaker. Then the priest of Zeus, whose temple was in front of their city, brought oxen and garlands to the gate, intending to sacrifice with the multitudes. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard this, they tore their clothes and ran in among the multitude, crying out and saying, Men, why are you doing these things? We also are men with the same nature as you, and preach to you that you should turn from these useless things to the living God, who made the heaven, the earth, the sea, and all the things that are in them who in bygone generations allowed all nations to walk in their ways. 
Nevertheless, he did not leave himself without witness, in that he did good, gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. And with these sayings, they could scarcely restrain the multitudes from sacrificing to them. The people saw the signs and wonders of God. And just like the religious leaders with Peter, the people attached the signs and wonders to Paul. Through their existing belief, they attached the meaning that they believed that their gods had come to earth in the form of Paul and Barnabas. They did not understand or know the origin of the signs and wonders flowing through Paul's body. What was Paul's response to the adulation and glory given to him? Paul immediately was horrified that the people wanted to give him glory and worship him instead of the one true God, in whose power and authority the man was healed. Long before this missionary journey, Paul had an extraordinary encounter with the risen Jesus. On the road to Damascus, he had a revelation of Jesus and personally heard from him. He saw his glory, and the thought of taking the glory away from God and onto himself was the most abhorrent thing that Paul could ever imagine would happen. His desire, his one desire was to know Jesus, the fellowship of his suffering and the power of his resurrection, and that the world may know him, to reveal Jesus and the glory of God the Father. I am reminded of a time when I walked into a remote village. People came up for prayer. One particular woman communicated to me through hand signals that she had a serious back condition. I myself had just been miraculously healed from a debilitating and chronic back condition. Jesus heals. Praise his mighty name. I placed my hand on her back and lifted the other to heaven. And in the name of Jesus, led by his spirit, I prayed. I was told that we urgently had to leave the village. And so I said, Amen and was running to the vehicle in response to the urgency of our guide. As I got into the vehicle, I looked back, and the woman who had the serious back condition was running towards me, dancing and leaping and praising and thanking. The whole village was running behind her. They were all coming toward me and the vehicle. She was so excited, and as our eyes met, I pointed to heaven. She stopped and understood. It was not me who provided the healing, but it was the creator of heaven and earth and all things good. I asked the guide to explain to her in her heart language who this unknown God who had healed her was. And that day, she had a testimony that the whole village could hear and see. Jesus heals. Praise his mighty name. I know it is all God. 
Only he can heal, transform, bring peace, love and joy. It is his work, his mission, and by his spirit to the glory of our Father, so that the world may know him and make an informed choice. What is our response? For all those who have received Jesus, the disciples of Jesus across the globe, we simply surrender and receive daily, receiving from him. He gives the gifts of his power according to his purpose and plan, and the gift within is activated according to the need of those around us. The good news is, it's all about Jesus, who he is and what he's done. Every disciple of Jesus has a story. Every disciple of Jesus has his spirit within. And by his spirit, may everything we do testify of Jesus, point to Jesus, reveal Jesus, and as a result, the heart of the Father. His heart is that no one should perish, and that all may know his love, truth, and power, personally, intimately, powerfully. The kingdom of God, in this world damaged by evil, is an eternal kingdom of equality and respect, truth and justice, peace and harmony, restoration and healing, freedom for the captives, and liberty for the oppressed. This is good news. Jesus is good news. And when Jesus ascended into heaven, he gave a promise to every disciple. When we receive Jesus, we receive his spirit within. He makes his home in us. Yet God continually pours out his spirit from heaven, his living waters, his spiritual rain for us to drink daily. Be refreshed, be transformed. As we surrender to the Father's will, we will be transformed into the character of Jesus. He is the one who produces the fruit in us and we live in the reality of his transforming power. This is his work. In his transforming power, we are a witness of Jesus, as it is by his love, his love in us, and the revelation of his love that we have, that we love one another, and the world will know we are his disciples. By his Spirit, in his name, We stand and herald in his kingdom on earth. We testify. Jesus heals. Jesus restores. Jesus renews. And Jesus empowers. Only Jesus. We are his temple. We carry his presence in these broken vessels, yet he declares us holy ground. And in every step we take, we break every chain with his truth, love and power. In Jesus' name. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.